Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Seeking Truth with Pastor Linda. We are excited because with us, you're going to get some spiritual breakfast. How about that, Pastor Linda? <laughs> good morning, everyone. Yeah, spiritual breakfast. I like that. Yeah, I always start <laughs> off your day. It says start off your day with breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. So, That's it. So we're, so we're going to get some bread, spiritual bread yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited, excited, excited. So our topic this morning um, is going to stem from a scripture uh, that sort of set on me this morning a little bit. I share it with Pastor Linda. It comes out of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. In the NIV, it reads this way. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Woo! That's something to think about, Pastor. It, it is. It really is. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Huh. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot that comes to, to mind when you think about the fact that we are not our own. Because mm-hmm. we live life like we are on our own. We do what we want. We we put in our bodies what we desire. We really mm-hmm. operate out of a selfish mode, not really taking thought to the fact that we're obligated to God. Right. How many times, uh, Apostle, how many times do we say or hear someone say, um, you don't own me, you can't tell me what to do? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We often say that to other individuals. But Mm -hmm. the fact remains that our life, the life, the very life that we have was given to us by God. Yeah. Because we came from God. Every individual, every life Every breath, every baby, every every um, even the babies in the womb, that life was given by God. Yeah. So absolutely. what is saying now? When we come into this world, we need to honor God because our bodies belong to Him. Now, Holy Ghost don't come and take residence until we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But the very breath that we breathe belongs to God. So he's saying here that God has bought us back. We were ransomed. He bought us back with the blood of Jesus. All right, I'm not going to take it from you because mm. I know you got somewhere no, that you want to no. go with this. <laughs> no, but when no. we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, there was a price that had to be paid. We often say salvation don't cost us nothing. It costs us a yes and an obedience, but yeah. it costs God everything. Because heaven gave its best 
God yeah. gave his only begotten son. He, God gave a part of himself to ransom yeah. us back. To ransom us. How many times, yeah. you know, you've seen it said, look, I'll give you anything you want. Just don't hurt my child. Just, just you know, people that children are kidnapped, they're willing to give everything. They will yeah. sell their home. They'll sell everything they have yeah. to, to get that, that child note. back, to pay the ransom. God uh, did that because he yeah. gave a part of himself. He wrapped yeah. himself in flesh, and he came to this earth to become a ransom for us. So yeah. our bodies don't belong to us anymore. We no. can't lay claim on it. It belongs. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah. That's good. I, 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 that's I, I, a good scripture I, this morning. Yeah, it, it is. That's, it, that's some good breakfast, saints, to start our day off with this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Recognizing and, and that he, you are not your what, own. Yeah. You're not your own. So what did he do? He ransomed us back. He brought us back from the penalty of sin. He brought us back mm-hmm. from the enemy. And then he placed himself on the inside of us to protect us as we go forth. And, and that's so amazing. That's so amazing that we have truth on the inside of us that leads and guides us. But we still attempt to override truth by doing what we want to do, how we want to do it. When we That is amazing to me. Like, just thinking about it, you know, when you were reading some of the notes um, about what the scripture meant, and I, I don't know who, who penned that, but one of the words that they used was obligated. Right. We're mm-hmm. obligated. We're obligated to God to take care of our temple because a part of him resides on the inside of us. And I think about those times, just as we were talking about, you know, sleep patterns and how we're taking care of our body and whether everything in our body is functioning according to God's plan. And when it isn't, are we taking the necessary steps to get it aligned with God's plan? Y'all, when Mm. we are walking around, I'm talking to me. I'm not talking to anybody else. I'm talking to Valerie. When I walk around and I have pain in my body or I know that something is off, when I don't check it and take care of it, I'm not I'm not honoring the obligation because I'm doing within myself. He says you are obligated to take care of the temple, the temple that houses my spirit. And y'all let's be honest, we don't always do a good job with that. Mhm. We yeah. don't do a we're good job. We're obligated to we're obligated to serve him because we belong to him. Because we belong to him. We belong to him. And let's think about some of the times when we're experiencing something in the physical, recognizing that that manifestation is due to something that's taking place in the spirit. Holy Spirit is saying to us, something is off. You're not obeying. You're not listening. You're not aligning. You're not adhering. You're off. And so now I've got to show you physically what you've been doing spiritually with the hopes that you'll redirect and get it right. Because if you, you're obligated to take care of this temple because this is where I live. How often are we paying attention to that, y'all? Oh, Lord have mercy. This is one of those breakfasts where I'm, I back up from the table and say, Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry for not valuing the temple the way that you do. Since what were the other scriptures? First, was it First Peter? Um, yes, First Peter, um, verse um, seventeen. First Peter chapter one, starting at verse seventeen. You got it. I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> it says, um, this is New Living. It's saying, remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverence, fear of him, doing your time here as temporary residents. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, talking about Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And it was not it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. Mm-hmm. Let me read this to you out of the Message Bible, 1 Peter 1, starting at 17, down through 25. And it says, you call out to God for help, and he helps. He's a good father that way. But don't forget, he's also a responsible father and won't let you get by with sloppy living. Your life is a journey. You must travel with a deep consciousness of God. It costs God plenty to get you out of that dead-end empty-headed life you grew up in. He paid with Christ's sacred blood. You know, he died like an unblemished sacrificial lamb. And this was not, this was no afterthought, even though it even though it has only lately, at the end of the ages, become public knowledge, God always knew he was going to do this for you. Mm-hmm. It's because of this sacrifice Messiah, whom God then raised from the dead and glorified, that you trust God, that you know you have a future in God. Now that you've cleaned up your lives by following the truth, love one another as if your lives depend on it. Your new life is not like your old life. Your old birth, mm-mm-mm came from mortal sperm. Your new birth comes from God's living word. Just think, a life conceived by God himself. That's why the prophet said the old life is a grass life. Its beauty as flowers. Flowers droop. God's word goes on and on forever. This is the word that conceived the new life in you. Y'all, do you understand the obligation? This is the word that conceived new life in you. It says, and when you say the living word, people, we often sometimes think of the word, the scripture word, which is. But the living word is Christ. Christ, yes. Christ in us, the hope of glory. So when you're talking about the living word, we're really talking about Jesus that's living on the inside of us. Um, when you were reading on um, 1 Corinthians 19, I'm going to read it from the New Living, and this is going to go along with what you're saying. It said, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? 
who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Well, the explanation here, it says, what did Paul mean when he said that our body belongs to God? Many Mm -hmm. people say they have the right to do whatever they want with their own bodies. Although they think this, that this is freedom, they are really enslaved to their own desires. When we become Christians, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. Therefore, we no longer own our bodies. That God bought us with a high price refers to slaves purchased at an auction. Christ's death freed us from sin, but also obligates us to his service. If you live in a building owned by someone else, you try not to violate the building's rules. Because your body belongs to God, you must not violate his standards for living. And that's something? Think about Mm -hmm. a time that you had a landlord. Before you moved into that place, you did an inspection. Ah to make sure that everything was right. And if you found a blemish, if you found something that was not right, that it was noted, and the landlord was informed. And the same way before you leave the premises, before you move out, another inspection is done. Why? Because you're obligated to take care of any damage that was caused while you were the resident. So in that respect, Holy Ghost living in us, is going to take care of any damage in us, right? He will take care Christ of Christ has placed, God has placed Holy Spirit in us to help us with whatever we need going forward, to help right. us get to where we need to go. You know, when you were talking about um, God giving Christ to us, he gave himself. You know, we often think of the the beating and how, his body was mangled to the point that you couldn't tell what kind of mere man he was because he was whipped and beaten. But the real pain that caused God was having to turn away from himself, turn mm-hmm. away from his son because of sin. When Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why has why thou forsaken, forsaken me? me? It was because mm. God cannot look on sin so he had to turn away from sin. So Jesus and God are one. So that means he had to turn away from a part of himself that he had to cut loose of because of sin when he took mm-hmm. on that sin. Mm. But him taking mm. it on, then he could overcome it. I mean, come on, we think about the sin, not just my stuff, not just Apostle Valerie's stuff, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. your stuff, but the world, the sin of the world. And if we mm-hmm. see the evil and wickedness in the world today, we know just how much he became sin for us. For us. Because he did whatever was done, whatever was being done, and whatever was going to be done. Will be done. And there's yes. so much wickedness in here now that he had to become sin for all of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. For but you, let's for real, me. Yeah, for you, yeah. for me, yeah. So when we, yeah. reel that, we reel that back in and we take a look at our own selves, mm-hmm. take a look at yourself, recognizing that truth resides on the inside of you, that your body is not your own, that it is actually the temple of God's presence that resides on the inside of us, that we are 
that he's given us everything. He is true. He he will, oh, God, he is resident in us. He's resident in us to keep us, guide us, protect us. Yes. Oh, oh. I mean, oh. Apostle, I mean, you just got something going this morning. If we look at Romans 12, you know, we can quote it, but I'm going to read it from the New Living And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God Mm. because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living sacrifice, Mm -hmm. a living and holy sacrifice, Mm -hmm. the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't Mm. copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and Mm -hmm. perfect. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And that's what it takes, sis. Yeah, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. When we understand the obligation, when we understand the obligation, it's because we have been transformed by the renewing of our minds. Yeah. That's when we really are able to embrace that we are obligated that this body that we have, this flesh that we have, is the housing for the Spirit of God that dwells on the inside of us. And mm-hmm. the only way that we fully walk in that, when we are, it's because we're operating in the mind of Christ. We have been transformed by the renewing of our minds because we desire to do that good, that acceptable and perfect will of God. So that the good works may be made manifest through us, glorifying God in the earth. That's why um. we were. That's why we were sent here. We weren't sent here just to be cute. We weren't sent here. We weren't sent here for that. We were here. We were sent here to do what the Father desires, and to know that He loves us and loved us mm. in such a way that He gave His only begotten Son. To pay a penalty that was not his. He paid a penalty that was ours. He took on our sin. Mm. So that we're Mm. able to live life and live life abundantly. So how then, knowing all these things, are we not being mindful to really be the temple that God desires that we be? To understand that our body is not our own. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. When you finish, I want to read some yeah. apostle. Yes, amen. Ephesians chapter 3, starting at verse 12. It said, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So uh-huh. please don't lose heart because of many trials here. I am suffering for you, so you should feel honored. Uh-huh. When uh-huh. I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. 
then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you Mm. experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I like it. Wow. So we can we can get to a place that we can have the power and that you may have the power the understanding and the ability to understand to all God's people how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. In other words, the total breadth and length and height and width of God's love for us. We will never attain that in this lifetime. But as we grow, we will begin to understand that. That way we can walk confidently and boldly, knowing that we were purchased with the blood of Christ, knowing that we don't belong to ourselves, knowing that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, knowing that now, at one time in our understanding, we thought Holy Spirit was with us, but now we know that he's in us. All wisdom, all knowledge, all understanding is right on the inside of us for the asking. For the asking. Yeah. For the asking. For the asking. We don't have because we don't ask. Yeah. For the asking. Yes. That's something to, that's something to think about. Not not oh my God. That is oh my God. The power, the knowledge, the truth, mm-hmm. the anointing, the grace. <laughs> all of that on it's the right inside there. of us. Inside right. of us. And yet we sometimes are walking through life feeling defeated, walking yeah. through life so perplexed by what we see, by what we hear, not realizing that we have the answer on the inside of us if we would just tap in to the truth that's on the inside of us and acknowledge the obligation of being the temple. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that we, oh, my God, thank you, Father. There's nothing that we should be worried about, nothing that we should be overly concerned about, because we are just the temple. We're just the temple. And, you know, we can. on the inside of us that guides us. Oh, my God. Yes, and we can get to a place. It doesn't mean that we won't go through trials. It doesn't mean that those things won't be there, but we go through them. You know, just like the, the, the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, they were in the fire, but the fire did not affect did not them in that them. way Absolutely. because their confidence was, confidence was in God. And that's what this is saying, that we can have that confidence that the presence and that we're in the presence of God. It don't mean that these things won't come, but we won't, we won't go through it the same way with him as we would without him. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we're two people. Them. One that has Holy Spirit dwelling inside as a comforter yeah. and the guide, one that doesn't. 
We both should go through them, but do it differently. My attitude yes. should be different. What I say yes. should be different. And chances are I'm going to get through it a lot quicker. And I'm not going to look around and say, oh, I'm be focused on what's going on around me. But my eyes will be fixed on Christ. Yeah. Because yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. will be guiding me to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I, I take assurance in that word that lets us know no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Mm. Why? Yes. Because it's why? Being why? Because the temple. weapons of our warfare why? are not carnal, <laughs> but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes. Oh, yes. come on! You said, "What is it? You bring um, a knife to a gunfight." <laughs> Right, hey, right. we bring prayer. We bring prayer, praise, and worship every time, yes, and we yes. will win. If you every look at time. Goliath, he had the spear, he had the sword, and David looked at him and said, you come. Oh, oh Goliath said, oh, you come with me with a, a javelin and a um, a spear. That's what David told Goliath. He yes. said, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. The my God yes. will conquer everything you have because yes. my weapon is not carnal. My weapon is mighty. My weapon is a spiritual weapon that the Lord God has given me. Now, that's what David was basically saying to yes. Goliath. I'm not yes. going to fight you with these carnal things, but I'm coming mm-hmm. in the name of the Lord name God, of, the yes. mighty one, the holy yes. one of Israel. Yes. And that's what yes. we have to do today. We yes. can't use the weapons of the world because the weapons of our warfare, the way we fight, is not the same. It's not the Ooh, same. God. That's for me today. That word is for me That's today. for <laughs> us today. And all of that is because we recognize that our bodies are not our own. Right. That yeah. we are temples of the mm. Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us. That when trials and tribulations come, and we know the word tells us, many are the afflictions, many are the trials, many are the tribulations. But God delivers us out of them all. Why? Mm-hmm. Because of the truth that resides on the inside of us. Don't you understand that because he dwells in us, he dwells in us, that there's nothing that can overtake us when we tap into the truth, when we acknowledge that we are obligated to house appropriately the gift that's been given. Hallelujah. Ah, God, thank you. Hey, the scripture said we are humans. But we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. After you have become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. We are talking about thoughts. We're talking about things, not necessarily people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Cast down Woo-hoo. imaginations. Yeah. In every Woo-hoo. high thought that brings itself against the knowledge of God, we bring into captivity every thought yeah. to every the obedience thought. of Christ. That means when we become his, we don't think as the world don't. We stop thinking uh-uh. the carnal way, but we bring our thoughts in accordance with God's word, God's precepts, God's commands. We do it God's yeah. way. We do it the kingdom way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Lord. Uh, yeah, Lord. Uh, 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 yes, God, thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh. Thank you, Lord God. Yes, your boy. Thank you. Yeah, I don't we're, know. we're grateful. Yeah. We're grateful. Thank you. I don't know about you, but um, this was good breakfast for me. Yeah. <laughs> this good this was good, good, good. This was good, good breakfast mm-hmm. for me to understand that I'm obligated. I am obligated mm-hmm. because my body is not my own. We'll not go back and own. look at that scripture again. First Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Do mm-hmm. you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who yeah. is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, Honor God with your bodies. 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 Oh, hallelujah. You know, one so, thing, Apostle, you, um, you're talking about our bodies being the temple of the Holy Ghost. And I remember what Apostle Henrietta Brooks would always say, that every temple has an altar. So if our bodies are the temple, there's an altar within us. Amen. You know, we don't have to wait to go to the altar of the church. But even, I guess, as we pray, um, we kneel down to pray. And we and we go, that's an altar right there within Amen. us because we're going before before God. Amen. Amen. We thank God. We thank God. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us this week. We invite you to join us again next week for another Seeking Truth Spiritual Breakfast with Pastor Linda. Know that we love you all so very much. Have a blessed week. Amen.